Welcome to Christian Historical Fiction Talk. I'm your host, author Liz Tolsma. I'm so glad that you decided to join me for today's episode. If you are new here, welcome. I'm so glad to have you along because if it's happening in the world of Christian historical fiction, we're talking about it right here. Please subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform. We're on all of the major ones and some of the minor ones as well. So please do that. I don't want you to miss out on any of these fabulous episodes. We have some great authors lined up. We are booked out almost for the rest of the year with a fantastic group of authors coming up. So I don't want you to miss out on any of that. Also, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Pinterest, so please follow Christian Historical Fiction Talk over there and get into the conversations that we have on those pages as well. Finally, if you would take a minute and hop on over to my website, liztolsma.com, and check out my Patreon, I would really appreciate it. Your support is so very welcome and appreciated. Okay. As I stated before, today is going to be a topic. It's a little late in getting out this week because I've been busy putting the finishing touches on my next book and getting that turned into my publisher, but I did really want to talk about this subject because it's sort of fun and part of my goal with the podcast is to introduce to you authors that maybe you haven't heard about before or haven't read yet. And like I said, I am booking out almost to the end of the year for the podcast. So I can't possibly get every author on here that I would like to have on here. I'd like to have them all. Maybe one of these days when I have some help, I can go to twice a week with these. But right now with my schedule, it just isn't possible. So I have 52 weeks in a year. If I take a time out for a few topics here and there, I'm probably having at least 45 to 50 authors on a year. And it's insane to think that I could have so many more. There are so many good ones that I'm not getting on because I just simply don't have room for everyone. And I don't want just established authors. That's great. I want to let you know when established authors have new books coming out. But I also want to introduce you and myself, frankly, to any new authors out there or new to you authors. So that's why I ask you to follow us on social media because that is where I pose the question, who is a new to you author? It doesn't necessarily have to be a new author, although it could be, but one you haven't read before, one you recently discovered. And what book did you read by them? What made you love them and want to read more? So that's what we're going to talk about today. I got a lot of answers, both on the Christian Historical Fiction Talk social media and also on avid readers of Christian fiction. But I'm just going to pick out some of them and talk about some of them. I got so many that it was just really hard to pick them out. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to try to pick out some authors that you all mentioned that we have not had 
on the show, maybe ones that we've been overlooking here, so that you can go back, listen to the past podcasts, and pick out authors there that maybe you're not familiar with, listen to them, see if their books would be of interest to you. But let's try to focus on authors we haven't had time to have on this podcast. And I'm going to admit that you all answered with some authors that I'm not personally familiar with either. So this is a lot of fun for me as well. I have gotten to know some different authors, ones that I wasn't familiar with by just having this podcast and talking to them and getting more involved in the community. And now I'm going to find even more. So the first author that someone mentioned is Dawn Crandall. Now, she has not been someone we've had on because she has not been writing much lately. And I went digging for why a little bit and found out that she's dealing with chronic illness as well as having small children. And that can be a real recipe for not having enough time to write. Hopefully, she'll be feeling better soon and she will be having more books coming out We'll just hope, but in the meantime, she does have a five-book series called The Everstone Chronicles. The poster over on social media mentioned The Hesitant Heiress, and all five of these books are written from the first-person point of view. So instead of she and he, it's written from I, and that's a really smart way to write sometimes because you can really crawl into the skin of the main character of the heroine and really get to feel and experience what she's feeling and what she's experiencing. And as I was reading the summary of this book, I realized I believe I read this book when it came out. These books came out around 2015, 2016, something like that, all in that area. So it's been a while since she's put anything out but still a great series to check out. It really must have made an impression on me if I can remember reading it. But basically, The Hesitant Heiress is about a young woman who gets expelled from the Boston Conservatory of Music. Her dream was to found a music academy in Seattle, Washington, and that dream seems to be dying. And now she needs to marry within the year to inherit a fortune from her estranged grandmother. If she does that, then she'll be able to set up this music academy. And she's not happy about it, but she quickly falls in love with Nathan Everstone. And he is like the most eligible bachelor in Boston. But Nathan turns out to be much more than he seems and everything she never knew she wanted. And it sounds like a really, really good book. So there's that. And like I said, it's a whole series of five books. So check out Dawn Crandall. I do remember it as being a very good book. Start with The Hesitant Heiress and move on from there. Five books there. And the ebooks are pretty affordable. So that would be a great place to start. Another name that came up on social media when I asked this question, and a new-to-me author, I had not heard of her before, is Jennifer Q. Hunt. 
And she has a new book that just came out on June 1st called Through Thorny Ways. And it does. It sounds really, really good. And it's set immediately after World War I, or as it was known in those times, the Great War. It just sounds really like a wonderful book with a little bit of mystery and suspense added in. Our Lee Rutledge, her brother returns from the Great War, but he's just haunted. He's having his own problems. His wife is in a state asylum, and so he loses himself in his work, and Our Lee raises his children. And they live in this dilapidated old home, and they decide to fix it up. So they hire Adam Harrison. He also fought in the Great War, but he's broken but matured. And so he's working on this house, and he has two purposes to do that, to pay his way through medical school and also to try to win Arlie's hand because he's had a crush on her for a long time. But as they are redoing this house, they make a startling discovery that plunges them all into a series of events, revealing dark mysteries and shaking their already uncertain future. I just think that sounds so good. And it's no wonder that Jennifer Q. Hunt is one that somebody has recently discovered and has really recommended to us as being a very good author. She is another young mom with four school-age children that she homeschools, but she has several books out there, and our hope is that she will keep writing. But again, her books on Kindle are not that expensive, so easy enough to pick up through thorny ways. And read it and see if this is an author that maybe you'd like to discover and like to learn more about. Someone mentioned Renee Ryan as an author that they really love, really enjoy, but they don't see talked about very much. And I think this is because Renee is a love-inspired author. And I think sometimes that love-inspired authors don't get the recognition or credit that they deserve because it's mostly subscription. They get a lot of their sales from people who subscribe to this. And sometimes people will find them outside of that. But they have some very quality authors. Renee is an award-winning author. She has over 30 books out. She's been writing a long, long time for Love Inspired. You know that you're going to get something quality. You know you're going to get something that's really clean, really good. And I am really excited to discover her because it sounds like her books are right up my alley because she writes World War II fiction. And her books just sound so, so good. The poster mentioned The Widows of And it looks like champagne, but since I've been to France and speak a smattering of it, a very small smattering, the widows of Champagne, I believe. Don't get on me for my very bad French accent. But this is about three generations of French women who are battling to save their family's vineyard and who also all get involved in the French resistance. And so... Before the war breaks out, Gabrielle 
decides to put a fake wall in her cellar to hide the famous champagne that her family makes. But it isn't the coveted champagne that's the most dangerous secret her cellar must conceal. Gabrielle's mother, Eline, is a former Parisian socialite, and she has to sit by and watch as the Germans pillage the vineyards, requisition her home, and she has a secret that she's hiding. And then Josephine is the family matriarch, and she has a very deep faith, and that leads her to her own path of resistance. So doesn't that just sound so good? Three different women, three generations of women, all working together in France during World War II to save their family's vineyard, to save their family's business and reputation. But a lot more than that lies beneath the surface. So I can see why this would be a really good book to check out. Not only does Renee have this book, but she also has quite a number of others. Like I said, she has a newer one than The Widows of Champagne is The Secret Society of Salzburg. That, I believe, is her latest. And then at the end of the year in December, she has The Paris Housekeeper. So I love that it's French. I love that it's World War II. Just sounds amazing. And she also has some Westerns, it looks like, in there just by looking Oh, and even one contemporary. So she's written a whole smattering of a lot of everything. But she sounds like one to check out. Don't pass by these wonderful, love-inspired authors. Their quality, their books are always going to be really good, very readable, very clean, very dependable like that. And then as I was looking up Renee, she lives just down the road a piece from me in Madison, Wisconsin. So she's definitely one that I'm going to be checking out. So thank you for recommending Renee Ryan. Someone brought up Cindy K. Sproles, and I'm going to mention her sort of as a shameless plug because we're going to have Cindy on the podcast in a few weeks. I'm really excited to get to talk to her. She's been writing nonfiction for a while and has several nonfiction titles out, but now she has moved into writing some fiction as well. I'm very excited about it. She lives in East Tennessee and loves to write about the Appalachian Mountains. So she has Liar's Winter, Mercy's Rain, What Mama Left Behind, and they all sound like really, really good books. And she has a new book coming out at the end of June called This Is Where It Ends. And the premise of this is just sounds amazing. I was going to go buy it and read it. And I'm like, oh, it's not even out yet. So it's just very frustrating because I'm really looking forward to it. So Minerva Jane Jenkins is the main character in this book. And she's just 14 years old when she marries a man who moved her to the mountains. And he always carried a small box with him. And he told her this box was filled with gold. And when he died 50 years later, he made her promise to keep his secret so she doesn't tell anyone about this box or about the treasure it contains. But now she's 94 years old. And 
she's getting towards the end of what's been kind of a lonely life for her, but she has always kept that secret that her husband told her to keep. And even though she's kept the secret, somehow things manage to get out and rumors spread. And so she's visited by a reporter who wants to know more of her story. His friend joins him and all his friend is interested is in learning the location of the gold. But neither of them quite knows what they're up against when it comes to the old woman on the mountain. And this unlikely friendship develops and Minerva is really tempted to reveal her secret to the reporter. And she has to struggle with, how long are you bound to a promise? And what really is in that box? Sounds so, so, so good. I'm looking forward to speaking with Cindy very soon and having her podcast available for you guys in just a few weeks. So please watch out for that. In the meantime, go ahead, pre-order This Is Where It Ends by Cindy K. Sproul. Get it read if you can before listening to the podcast. Like I said, I believe it releases June 27th. Another person who had a new to them author they wanted to recommend said Kathleen Mayer. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. There's different ways of pronouncing it, but it's M-A-H-E-R, Kathleen Mayer. And I've heard a lot about her, and so I wanted to mention her for sure. So this poster recently read a novella about the riots in New York City during the Civil War by Kathleen. It was a wonderful read about redemption, cultural differences, and a thread of romance, and it was based on one of Kathleen's own family members, which is really cool when that happens when it's a real story based on a family story. There's so many interesting family stories to be told. So there's that one. And the name of that one is Bachelor Buttons. That's a novella of the Civil War. And then Kathleen has a series of three books about the Civil War called Sons of the Shenandoah. So there's three books, as I mentioned, Abolitionist's Daughter, and The Chaplain's Daughter, and No Man's Daughter. And they all sound really, really good. So if you like to read Civil War novels, then Kathleen might be someone that you would want to check out. And she is a ACFW Genesis Award winner, so that's an award given to an unpublished author. So before she published anything, she was already an award winner. So you know these books are going to be fabulous. If you're into Civil War, then Kathleen just might be the person that you want to check out. And then the poster made another interesting comment that I really wanted to share with you. She said, I actually met and became aware of Kathleen's book through a Facebook group such as this. What a blessing it was for me. I'm always open to finding new authors and their literary works. I think a lot of us have problems with social media, and certainly there are a lot of problems with social media and things going on in the world, and it can just be a bad place to be a lot of the time. But I think in the world of Christian fiction and Christian historical fiction, 
that there are a lot of Facebook groups that can be really good and illuminating, help you find new authors. So in addition to listening to the podcast, please keep listening to the podcast. Obviously, I'm going to introduce as many new authors as I can fit in along with some of your returning favorites. But In addition to all of that, like I said, find us on social media. We talk about books there and definitely get involved in other groups such as Avid Readers of Christian Fiction. All you have to do is go onto Facebook and search for Christian Fiction groups and you'll come up with all kinds of them. There are a lot of them and it's a great way to find new authors. We're running low on time, so we have time, I think, for one more for everybody to listen to, and then I'm going to mention one just for my patrons, so we'll have that, and then unfortunately, I think we're going to have to wrap up. So then another author that someone recommended as being new to them and new to me as well, and I don't know how to pronounce her name. I'm sure I'm going to get it wrong. I don't know if it's Nurse Lee, spelled N-E-R-Y-S-L-E-I-G-H, Nurse or Nuri's Lee, something like that. And she has two series out. She has one series called Escape to the West, and then another one called Back to the West. So she has a bunch of books out there for you to check out. And the poster on social media who recommended her said this about her. They said she was remarkable. And this comes from somebody that I know personally. I know her taste in books, and so I know that she would not recommend this author unless it was really good. And and Nurse was recommended to this person by somebody else. And I've always said that even in this digital age with social media and all of this, Word of mouth is still one of the best ways for you readers to help us authors to spread the word about our books. If you talk about them to your friends, your family, your church groups, your library, whatever, it gets the word out. It gets the ball rolling and somebody will recommend it to somebody who will recommend it to somebody else and on and on it goes. And so we do appreciate it as authors when you do that. All of these suggestions that you have put forth here are really helpful to these authors, and I'm happy to be able to help these authors out. And Nurse looks like her books are the Western romances, the clean Christian Western romances that are always so much fun, really the backbone of Christian historical fiction or the cornerstone or whatever you want to say. It was sort of the first block to be laid when building what is today Christian historical fiction. So if you love cowboy stories, Western stories, sounds like a fabulous series, both Escape to the West and Back to the West. There are lots of books in there for you to enjoy. I would suggest checking out Nurse Lee, Nurse Nurse Lee. And I know it's going fast. Maybe you are in the car listening. You don't have a piece of paper to write any of this down on. Just remember that you can always go over to LizTolsma.com and go to the podcast page. You'll see this there, and I will have the show notes. And I will 
include all of the authors that I mentioned have links to their books over there. So I'm going to make it super easy for you all to find these authors that we are talking about and to be able to purchase their books and maybe discover a new to you author as well. Well, I hope that was as fun for all of you as it was for me. I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed that. And as I said, we'll have to revisit this topic again very soon because I learned about some new authors that I am definitely going to be checking out. And you never know, they may end up popping up on the podcast as well. So thank you to everyone who contributed. I think that's so true that there are just some authors that kind of fly under the radar, but are so good, and we shouldn't pass them by. And I'm glad that I got to be able to highlight some of them today. So thank you for all of your input into the show. And this is perfect timing, because next week on the show, we do have another new-to-the-show author, and that is Kathleen Denley, and she is here to talk about her newest book, Murmur in the Mud Caves. It is a really fascinating Western, if you want to consider it that. It takes place in San Diego County, and it talks about ranching and all that kind of stuff. And so in that way, it's sort of your classic Western, but she really puts a spin on the classic Western, and we talk about that on the show. So you're going to want to be sure to be around and check out Kathleen Denley. I thank you so much for taking time to listen to the show today. I thank you for sharing about the show. Like I just said, word of mouth is the best. So let your friends know about the show and how they can listen and how they can find out more about Christian historical fiction and what's going on in the world of Christian historical fiction today. I hope you have a wonderful week and we will see you next time.